Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. The podcast you're about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Put on your top hat and fasten your monocle, because we are going on a quest. The Cultural Quest. Beethoven Fifth is, is kind of like Meryl Streep. It's not surprising that it's so good. <laughs> I also think Jermaine is kind of attractive, but you have to kind of... Overlook the ogre part. <laughs> yeah, I totally respect that. Mostly because I don't have a choice, but... Uh... <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> you know, be the change you want to see, bam, and then I saw it was red, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you wanted to be the wrong change, you know. <laughs> I tipped my hat so many times that it's. I'm just going to leave it tipped to the side from now on. And <laughs> it's not that you can't grow a mustache. I think you've stroked it ominously too many times that it just won't grow anymore. It was just dead straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your blank is bitter, throw it away. Sandwiches. Was, wait, is that your actual guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Marcus Aurelius writing about sandwiches? <laughs> On the Culture Quest, we three humble adventurers are delving into different elements of culture and immersing ourselves in a wide range of experiences. And we're documenting our findings in our very own Culture Quest Essentials Guide. So join us. Find us wherever you get your podcasts or visit our website, culturequestpodcasts.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, I'm going to apologize right through the door here if the audio is really different than you're used to or weird. I got a new piece of equipment and I'm trying to learn how to best use it. It was a really good deal, and I could not pass up the opportunity to get it. Uh, it was necessary. My The card that hooks my microphone to my computer was starting to short out and die, and I was losing patches of speech because it was cutting in and out and making all kinds of weird static and stuff, and it was a huge pain in the ass to edit. So it was going to have to go anyway, and I got a really cool mixing board off one of the online auction sites that I go to, and was actually wound up spending less money than I would have spent on just a you know signal booster or an adapter just to hook the microphone into the computer. And theoretically, once I learn how to use this thing, it will allow me to make a more professional recording. So please bear with me while I figure out how this thing works. And uh, yeah, so that being said... We're going to get down to it. Uh, recently, just to give you guys a heads up, there will there's probably going to start being a lot more guest episodes. Uh, like I said, I haven't heard anything from anybody as far as feedback goes saying, don't do the guest episodes. So I have some really cool people I've been interacting with online that have expressed an interest in you know doing something together, doing a collaboration, and I am all for it. And if you are one of the people who are interested in doing a collaboration, there's please get a hold of me and... I will get back to you. Things have been a little crazy in the real world right now, so I am kind of behind on getting stuff scheduled, but I really want to work things out and schedule appointments to talk to people. Okay, so that's out of the way. Here's the thing. Today, I I know I've been trying to stay away from the politics and stay away from all the bullshit that 
because it felt like I was going on and on about it for so long, and this is not intended to be a political podcast. But the thing about it is I am here to talk about the things that are on my mind, and unfortunately the way the world's going these days, and since it is such a tremendous shit show, the things that are on my mind a lot of the times are political. And, well, I could probably do a four-hour unscripted rant about how I feel about the current administration and the way people treat their politics and the way people handle things around here. And by people, I'm saying the mass populace by and wide and not specifically the corrupt sex of shit that are actually elected into office. My biggest hang-up is pretty consistent and... As much as I've been trying to avoid it, we're going to touch on it yet again. Somewhere along the line, we, the people, i.e. the people of the United States of America, the people who are supposed to be the citizens that are supposed to be the primary concern, we're supposed to have our freedoms, we're supposed to have our rights, we're supposed to have our responsibilities. Somewhere along the line, we decided that we were going to go along with the assholes that are getting elected are in charge, not that they're there to serve the public trust. And people are, at this point, they jump on board with it. Well, these are the people we need in charge. No, we're not supposed to be electing people to be in charge. We're supposed to be electing people that are going to serve the common and the public good, not be in charge and tell us how to live our fucking lives. And I was, I've been thinking about it, and I'm, I'm, I would really love if anybody's out there that happens to hear this is a psychologist or has a psychological background. I would love to t- discuss the mentality sometime of this need to be ruled, this need to have somebody in charge, and it, whether it be a monarchy where you think you're following somebody who's ordained by the Lord and their genetic bloodline is somehow superior and we're supposed to be following them, or whether it's people that think they're being led by religious figures because they somehow have some sort of divine guidance. It seems to me, it's like a cop-out. It's like everybody wants somebody else making the decisions. Nobody wants to take the responsibility for their own lives. Nobody wants to take any kind of control. Nobody wants to grab the reins and live their lives for themselves. And I don't understand that mentality. Maybe I'm just, I know there are other people out there like me. There are all kinds of internet groups and chat rooms and all sorts of things. But the problem is I find a lot of the times from where I stand, at least, I'm very centrist. I'm very much believe in individual rights, individual liberty. I believe that people should be responsible for their own actions and their own deeds and bear the consequences of those actions. And I believe those actions should have consequences. I'm one of those people. I think if you talk a lot of shit, you have the right to talk a lot of shit to somebody, but you also have to bear the consequences. If you talk shit to the wrong person, you may get punched in the face. That is a consequence of your action. You should not have this interminable right to say whatever the fuck you feel like without having to deal with how other people feel about what's coming out of your mouth. There should be accountability. There should be responsibility for these things. And by that coin, I also believe that other people's lives is nobody's fucking business but their own. As long as you're not hurting somebody else, do whatever you want. You know, watch whatever you want to watch. Enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. Love whoever you want to love. Just don't hurt anybody else in the process. Nobody's individual feelings are significant enough that they have a right to impinge on anybody else's life, anybody else's happiness, anybody else's sense of self-worth. Unless you're, you know, 
one of those creepy pedophiles or rapists or any of that shit, then, you know, into the chipper shredder you go, fuck you. There's no justification for any of that shit because that violates the whole principle of not harming others. And that's, you know, that's my hill and I'm going to die on it. I, I don't give a fuck what people think of my opinion of that. Those are people that I don't think deserve to live out their happiness or their truth because they're fucking up other people's lives. It's horrible. It's horrendous. If you try and justify that, you're a piece of shit and you can jump in the shredder with those cocksuckers. So with that understanding in place, one of the bits of feedback I have actually gotten, and it was not even directly through anybody trying to contact the show. It was on a post on my wife's uh, Facebook account that was she posted something. One of her acquaintances, I hesitate to say friend, but acquaintance, had a completely different opinion of the matter, and I happened to agree with my wife on this particular subject, and I thought the other person was being not only unrealistic, but unreasonable about how they presented their argument. I'll have a conversation with literally anybody. You don't have to agree with me. That's I, I stand by that belief. We don't have to have the same opinion. We can still be friends. You and I don't have to see eye to eye on everything. As long as you're civil and respectful and decent about the whole thing, we'll get along just fine. When you start being insulting and petty and attacking, that's when I lose my temper. That's when I get mean. And I know some people find this hard to believe, but I really do have an outstanding capacity to be mean as fuck when I feel it's necessary. Um, I generally try to avoid getting personal when I say things, but sometimes people just push me too far and I lose my shit. And without going into a lot of detail, basically, since I didn't agree with this individual who is a left-leaning, you know, quote-unquote liberal, I say quote-unquote because it, it seems to me in my mind these days, the left, particularly the extreme left, I don't agree with extremists on any end of the spectrum. And... That is something I've said over and over again, and it's not going to change. I think extremism is dangerous, it is stupid, it is weak-minded, and I don't endorse it in any way, shape, or form. Unless you're going to be extremely loving. That's pretty much it. Extreme loving, extreme acceptance, those things I can get behind. Any other form of extremism is horseshit, you're a sanctimonious asshole, and you need to go away. But... The, the comment I have had to deal with, and I've actually gotten it a few times, where... It comes from extremist left people, and they seem to think, since I don't agree with them and their extremism, I'm automatically a right-wing asshole, and I'm really not. I don't agree with the right-wing assholes either. The only difference is the right-wing assholes don't engage with me, so I don't have as much reason to bring that issue to the forefront or to discuss those matters because they don't come up. Those people realize that I'm never going to jump on board with them, and they just leave me the fuck alone. They don't try and convert me. They don't try and swing me. They don't try and convince me they're right because they know I think they're pricks. And I know I'm a prick, and they're not going to change my mind regardless of how much they preach, and they don't feel the need to. They're just like, well, fuck him. He's wrong. I don't want to engage with him. And that's fine. That's their opinion. They're entitled to it. But the generalization is that from these more extremist left-wing people that since I don't agree with them, I'm a prick, and okay, fine, I'm a prick. But 
constantly trying to call me out because when I start poking holes in your argument with things you don't agree with based on your feelings is never going to win the fight. And you may think you won. You may think you sound smart. But when literally everything you say is based on how it makes you feel, nobody gives a fuck about the outcome except you. That's not an effective conversation. That's not... You're not going to win any points with anybody saying, well, this is how I feel, so that makes it right. Because nobody gives a shit how you feel except for you and possibly your parents. But even at the end of the day, they probably care more about how they feel about something than how you feel about something. It's just kind of the way humanity's wired. So, yeah, I wind up getting called out and wind up in arguments with people. And that's one of the reasons why I was avoiding social media for so long. I actively disconnected from all that stuff. But once I decided to start doing a podcast, I realized I was going to have to go back to being so uh, socially active on social media. And I keep coming across these people, and God forbid I say or do anything they don't like because they feel it is their duty to try and bring me down or call me out and prove how they're so much superior. And facts cease to be relevant in these conversations. I can't really call them conversations because they're very one-sided because the person on the other end of the keyboard, I find, more often than not, has canned responses already ready. And what I say really doesn't hold any bearing on what they're going to type. And shy of having a bunch of people who don't agree with them dogpile on them, and we're, at which point we're all just a bunch of bastards and they go storming off back to, you know, sulk and nurse their wounds or whatever it never is a conversation it's a i'm right and these are the reasons why and what you say really is irrelevant and honestly i I can't fucking stand closed-minded people like that i can't stand people who seem to think that since i don't agree with the all cops or bastards thing i that means i must just love the system and i'm all for systemic racism and all the other problems that are exist in our justice system And anyone that knows me or has ever talked to me knows I'm not one of those people either. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not getting a back-the-blue tattoo or anything like that. Not saying I don't support good cops. There are good cops out there. That's the thing. I refuse to say all cops are bastards because they're not. Cops are human beings, just like everybody else. And they are in a high-stress situation on a regular basis. It's one of the only jobs where part of the job description is you might get killed doing your job. Cops, soldiers, that's it. And firefighters and paramedics can also put their lives in jeopardy. Paramedics may get shot going to try and rescue a wounded gang member or something. Firefighters, they are no less brave than cops and soldiers, but... It's not that they're going to be actively murdered doing their jobs. They have every much as, if not more, of a potential to die doing the job that they have decided they're going to dedicate their lives to. And they're brave as fuck. But they're not in the position of getting murdered for doing their job. They're in a position of dying as a consequence of doing a dangerous fucking gig. Honestly, those firefighters and cops and paramedics, EMTs, Doctors, nurses, they don't get enough credit. They put themselves into extremely high-pressure, volatile situations. And as often as not, wind up getting blamed when things don't work out the way people want them to. They wind up getting taken to task for every shitty person in that profession who has done a horrible thing, regardless of whether it applies to them or not. And it's not fair. It's not fair to judge people based on the actions of other shitty people because they happen to fit a similar thing. 
So, no, I'm not going to jump on board and say, you're right, all cops are bastards and they all need to go and da-da-da-da. Because these same assholes who are out there posting generally on their ranty little things, all cops are bastards or whatever hashtag they think is somehow accurate, these are the same assholes that are saying people need to be disarmed because they're, they're, people are shitty and they shouldn't be able to defend themselves. And that's not how they coach it. They're like, oh no, we need more gun control. If the gun control that is on the books was actually relevant and significant and made any control, we wouldn't need any more laws because there is more than enough regulation and controls. Guns are not the issue. I've said it more times and I don't, I'm not just going to sit down here and, you know, be a second amendment stumper all the time, but taking guns out of the hands of the people who follow the laws and people who are not out there hurting anybody doesn't do any real good when it comes to making the world a safer place because the people you're disarming, the ones who follow the rules, aren't out there causing trouble in the first place. And so instead of addressing the larger issues of people being shitty, horrible mental health care, all kinds of problems that could generate the, these shooting issues, they say, well, let's take the guns away. And at the same time, let's take the cops away too. So realistically, what they're saying is they don't want you to be able to defend yourself and they don't trust the people who are supposed to defend you. They want gun control laws enforced by cops they don't think they should be supporting. And the, the mental disconnect is so real. People don't understand what a hypocritical load of horseshit that is. You can't be on the all cops or bastards team and still be trying to disarm the populace at the same time. It doesn't work. It's not going to make the world a safer or a better place in any way, shape, or form. You're going to make a bunch of victims, and you're going to create situations where it's so much easier. And I hate to be one of those people that's like, oh, you know, Simpsons did it, and that's not exactly the case, but they did have an episode where they disarmed the world using the monkey's paw, which was a Halloween episode. And as soon as the world was disarmed thanks to saying, we don't need guns anymore, an alien with a board with a nail in it shows up and takes over the world because nobody can defend themselves. Am I saying an alien's going to show up if we disarm the country? No. What I'm saying is people who are not disarmed are going to come along and they are going to oppress the living shit out of the people who cannot do anything to defend themselves because you've gotten rid of the police force, you've gotten rid of the firearms. At that point, you're creating a society of victims. And honestly, I really believe the extremist left wants a society of victims. They think everyone should be a victim of somebody else because they have a victim mentality. They don't realize that. They think they're fighting for their version of justice and equality and all this other shit. But realistically, you want everyone to be a victim instead of everyone to be standing on their own two feet. And that's not to say everyone that has liberal tendencies or identifies as liberal. I'm not saying that's everyone. I'm saying that's the extremists. That's the ones who seem to think that you know burning down cities was justified because... Well, they don't like the way things are going there. The riots and the looting and, oh, we're tearing down capitalism. No, you're being greedy motherfuckers because you're not taking that 80-inch plasma TV out of Target and burning it in the parking lot. You took it home and put it in your living room. Fuck you. You're not, you're not protesting anything. You're just a greedy piece of shit. And in the meantime, we've got people out there who are saying, you know, back the blue. I support the good cops. I support the ones that are actually out there trying to help, trying to make society safer, trying to put criminals and rapists and pedophiles out of the way where they can harm other people. 
There are good cops out there. There are a lot of good cops out there. I know cops that are good cops. Are there some rotten bastards? Yes. Has the system been tweaked and twerked where these assholes can get away with it? Yes, it has. I'm not one of the people who's going to sit here and say things are perfect and these guys deserve to be supported no matter what. Because there are, like I said, they're humans. There are people out there that are pieces of shit. They got through the screening process and somehow are in a business where they have no business being there. There are people, there's not enough consistent mental health checks because you can't, the way our society is set up, these guys can't go to somebody and talk to them and say, well, I've been in this shitty situation and I'm starting to have these problems. So they internalize the stuff because they're afraid of, you know, some sort of stigma that's attached to it or being pulled off of duty and stuck behind a desk or being suspended or being let go because they don't have anybody they can talk to about the bullshit they have to deal with and dealing with the shittiest part of humanity on a day-to-day basis. And everybody's going to react to those kind of things differently. Some people break, some people snap, some people wind up going down a dark path and being just as dirty as the people they're trying to put away. There are all kinds of scenarios attached to this that are just cops reacting as human beings because that's what they are. They're not robots. They're not machines. They're not something that you can just point and release. It's just like all the soldiers in our society that don't get the mental health support they need. They don't. The the vets who have served this country, well, I absolutely loathe the power structure, and I, I cannot stand the government in this country. I respect the hell out of anybody who served in the military and did their diligence and tried to help this country and serve this country or whatever your motivation behind it. If you weren't one of those people that was out there like in some foreign country killing babies because it's not that's not it's not the same thing as shooting a, a an insurgent that's coming at you with an IED or something but there there yes there have been horrendous war crimes over the years and that's a moral thing that's a personal thing if you're one of those people who got into it specifically looking like I'm going to go across the, the world and kill some people that look different than me well then yeah you're probably kind of a piece of shit it's got nothing to do with being a soldier it's got to do everything with being a piece of shit that happens to be in a uniform and I think if we were honestly judging people based on their merit and on how they are, that would be more of a thing instead of saying soldiers are bad or cops are bad or whatever is bad. No, the fact that shitty people got into those positions and exploited those positions doesn't make the position itself bad. It doesn't make the the majority of the people who are in that position bad people. It makes a shitty person in a position where they were able to exploit their position to enhance their shittiness. There are plenty of garden variety, every other line of work in the place, shitty people too. And we don't hear people out there protesting and going on and on about how shitty people in food service need to be all, all, all fry cooks are bastards because there's fry cooks out there spitting in your order because you're a cunt. It happens. I've never done it personally as a food service professional. 27 years, I've never once deliberately fucked up somebody's food or done something disgusting to it on purpose. And you know why? That's because I'm not a shitty human being. It's not because that doesn't happen in food service. It does. It's it, People joke about it, but there are genuinely shitty people in literally every line of work out there. And... In a lot of ways, it doesn't have the potential to have as much problem as people in uniform. I understand that. It's not lost on me. But at the same time, that doesn't automatically make everybody in a uniform a shitty human being. So I guess my point is, this past week, yes, I've had arguments with people about all cops are bastards. I've had arguments with people about gun control. Because 
realistically, the people that want their fears to rule my life just piss me off so much. And it's like, I don't understand why you don't get your head around the concept that just because I refuse to lump a bunch of people into one group doesn't mean I don't believe in reform. I don't believe that qualified immunity needs to go away because that exasperates the situation. I believe that cops are called on to do so much more than just enforce the law that it's really not fair that people act like these people who have training to enforce the basics to understand the, I mean, lawyers go to school for a long time to understand the law and to understand how things are supposed to work. And they're not out there enforcing the laws. You got cops who go to the police academy for anywhere from a few weeks to a couple of years to get a degree in criminology. It's like a two year course and expecting them to know the ins and outs of every law that they're enforcing is a little ridiculous and expecting them to go beyond that for them to be counselors, for them to be, they have to talk down shooters and jumpers and all these other completely unrealistic expectations that we're holding these people to and holding them to this ridiculously high expectation. And I don't think they should get a pass when they fuck up. I think mistakes happen. Accidents happen. And it's not fair to try and ruin somebody's life over that. But if you're a shitty person and you happen to be a cop, you need to be held accountable for your shittiness. You need to be accountable for the things that are wrong with you. And most of the good cops out there would agree with me. They, I know police officers in my personal life who are good people, who are decent people, who think that shitty cops make everybody look bad, and they hate them more than anybody else does. And they're still out there trying to do the best they can for people in general because they want to help. They want the world to be a better place, and that's how they chose to do it. And then you got these spoiled, entitled assholes who are only allowed to be spoiled, entitled assholes because they are afforded the protection of the very people they're bitching about, saying that they're all rotten and they all need to go away. So if you're an all-cops-or-bastards people, fuck you. Realistically, you are a shitty, judgmental prick. Now, some cops are bastards, yes. I'm never going to say they're not. I'm never going to say that a cop does not need to be accountable for their actions. What I am saying is we need to have realistic expectations of them just like we do of everybody else. They are police officers as well as human beings. It's not a either-or situation. You can't just turn off your humanity when you put on an outfit. So, yeah, the good old boys protecting each other and keeping the shitty ones out of trouble, that needs to go away. That is what police reform is about. It's not get rid of all of them. It's not their horrible pricks. And you sanctimonious assholes need to realize they are there to defend you. Not all of them. Some of them are racists. Some of them are assholes. Some of them are self-righteous shitheads. They need to be held accountable. That's what accountability is. It's not a matter of saying they're all rotten and the system needs to fucking go. It's the system is broken and it needs to be fixed. The assholes need to be filtered out. Not burn the system down because it doesn't fucking work. Fix the problems. Hold them accountable. Get rid of the patronage. Get rid of the good old boys that are helping out their friends. Hold everybody to the same standard. It's not a complicated issue. And as far as the gun control argument goes, I'm not going to get back into that one. I've done that enough recently. With the current administration's attack on the Second Amendment and trying to disarm the populace, that is realistically one of the first steps in every tyranny that has ever been on the books. Pick up a book, read some history, 
find out what happens when the population isn't armed to the same equivalency of what the people that are quote-unquote in authority are. It never ends well. There's always somebody that's going to get shit on. There's always somebody that's going to get taken advantage of. And it's going to end badly for everyone. And then at some point it turns into a bloody revolution because the shit upon masses all of a sudden decide to rearm themselves. And it's not like gun control is going to stop people from being able to make IEDs. Look at what's going on in the Middle East. There's a lot of people getting killed by things that are not guns. It's much more common than somebody getting shot from an ambush or something like that is soldiers getting blown the fuck up because common cleaning supplies on a cell phone can be used to take out a vehicle. And the people that are pushing for all this shit, it's not going to make anything any safer. It's an illusion of safety. And the government is using this fear and this ignorance that is being displayed by the vocal minority who is sitting there screaming about how this is what they want. And no, it's just what you want. Your wants and rights and needs. If you don't like guns, don't have guns. If you are afraid of firearms, stay away from them. If you're afraid of the world at large and the bad people are going to get you, stay in your fucking house. And honestly, I don't want to keep going off on these tears. I don't want to keep saying how my honest core belief is that your life is not going to dictate how I live mine. I want to keep doing lighthearted, funny things. I want to make people laugh. I want to make people smile. I want to be entertaining. But if I'm staying true to who I am, and that's generally what I do, this shit is pissing me off. I am so sick and tired of being judged for not wanting to let other people control my life. I am sick of people who think they know better than me what is good for me trying to tell me that I have to listen to them. That's the difference between me and the vast majority. Left wing, right wing, anybody that's on a wing, both wings are on the same fucking turkey and nobody realizes it. The problem is, I will allow you to believe whatever you want. I will not try and sway you to my personal beliefs on any matter as long as your personal beliefs don't impact me directly. It's when you start thinking you have some sort of entitled right to force your beliefs upon me that I think you're a fuckhead and you need to go play in traffic. And that being said, I'm going to get off my horse for this episode and I'm going to take a slight break here, stick in the obligatory... We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back in a couple minutes. I'm going to wrap it up with a few lighthearted thoughts and a little less bitchy and complaining and a little more trying to bring some value-added experience to this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so thanks for sitting through that. I really appreciate the fact if you're still hanging around, still listening to me, thank you very much. I appreciate the support. Um, a couple of little things I just wanted to touch on. There is really cool things going on. We are in a point where there have been some really amazing movies coming out on the streaming services, and uh, a lot of stuff I'm really excited about. I mentioned it in the last episode. I'm really looking forward to the new Mortal Kombat movie that's on the horizon. I am so excited. They're doing like a legitimate 
R-rated adaptation of that game because that game never had any business being a PG-13 movie. The, it, it's just, you can't do it justice and still make it kid-friendly, and I'm really glad they decided to take a more adult approach to it because, let's face it, everybody that grew up and played that video game as a teenager or whatever is now middle-aged. They're me. So this is going to be fucking awesome. I'm super stoked about it. Also, just a few other cool things. In a shout-out to my new affiliation with... Go check out theroguerooster.com. It's the Rogue Rooster Media Group's official page. You can find out all the shows that are part of the group. Sign up for the mailing list. There's a newsletter coming out. It's going to have articles from different members of the Rogue Rooster Media Group. There is going to be videos and things to check out, a lot of entertaining stuff. Get on board now. Get on board at the ground floor. It's going to be growing. It's going to be awesome. We've been discussing in groups about different things we're going to do. It's going to be value-added entertainment. It's totally... You'll like it. I laugh. I think it's funny. It's a great bunch of people. It's going to grow and get bigger, and it's going to be amazing and awesome. And so that's my shameless plug for the moment is you guys really go check it out. It's going to be really entertaining. It will bring a little extra joy to your day-to-day. You won't have to just sit there and listen to morose-ass Aaron complaining all the time. And one last little bit of business. I want to take a minute out of this and acknowledge and say thank you to... I don't know how, but apparently I am now charting as the number 10 society and culture show, program, podcast, whatever you want to say, in Fiji. I don't (laughs) know how that is when I look at my metric stuff. Other than that information, I don't know who's listening to me in Fiji, but whoever has decided they want to spend their time in paradise listening to my ramblings and babblings, thank you very much. Uh, Reach out to me. Let me know. I'll send you some stickers or something. And in a semi-related statement, I have just going to remind everybody there is some merch. I actually have a logo I think is kind of cool printed on stuff now. The link is at the website. Uh, I had to say at podcast.com. And there is stuff there. It's, uh, But that being said, I'm thinking I want to start doing something. I want to get some engagement out of you guys. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run a contest. And if you've sat through long enough to hear me say this, you're probably somebody that listens on a regular. Thank you for listening. Here's what I want to do. There is an email account. It's I had to say it podcast at gmail.com. The links are everywhere where I keep telling you to go to look for links. I want you to send me an idea, a pitch, something you want to hear me talk about in an episode. I'm going to take all of them, I'm going to pick one of them, and the winner is going to get a merch pack from me. Now, this is assuming we get more than like two entries. There has to be a number to make it actually worthy of, you know, being a contest, but that's what I want it to be. I want it to be a contest. And whoever sends me the idea that I pick as the winner is going to get a little merch pack. It's not going to be huge because, let's face it, it's not like I'm not pulling in Joe Rogan money. I'm not pulling in any money really doing this, but I'll send some. It'll be some stickers and maybe a coffee cup and something else and a little note expressing my personal thanks that you can put somewhere. And when I blow up and become world famous for whatever reason may not necessarily have anything to do with this show, but (laughs) when I uh, get famous, you can say you got that back when I was just some schlub with a podcast. And so I'm going to have the entries for this are going to be open for two weeks, effective from the day this episode drops, which will be Tuesday, March 27th. That's going to be the deadline. And 
You have until midnight on Tuesday, March 27th to get me your ideas to be entered into the contest. I will announce the winner the following week, and then you will contact me with your information, and I will ship you the stuff. So that's my plan. Like I said, hopefully this gets some engagement. I want feedback. I want you guys to be involved in this process, because otherwise I feel like I'm just sitting in this room yelling out into the void. So send me your ideas. Send me topics. Send me notes just to say hi if you don't even want to be entered. Just, you know, how you doing, Aaron? Keep up the angry balding or whatever it is. And so, thank you for listening. If you made it the 35 minutes, or wherever this is going to peg out at, um, thank you again. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.